and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real life HR situations we face every day. Welcome back to PCTY Talks. On today's episode, I've asked Corinne Tyrone, our Director of Government Relations, to join me. Um, I think this is such an important topic as our country begins to reopen and return to in-person work. Employers and employees have a ton of questions about mask policies and COVID vaccinations. So I thought we could review some of the guidance and recommended practices. Um, so first question, after the CDC's recently revised mass guidance, many employers are frankly left freaking out, scratching their heads, wondering what it means for their workforce. Um, and to recap, the CDC announced on May 13th that fully vaccinated individuals can forego wearing masks and no longer need to maintain physical distancing in many situations, including indoors. But even though the CDC has a new position, some states and local mass orders remain in effect. So, Corinne, what are employers to do in this situation? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I mean, just when things couldn't get any more complicated, right? I mean, now employers have like this whole additional wrinkle to add to, you know, kind of what their analysis is as they start to make policy decisions about how they're going to manage that return to office moment. So, I think, you know, the first thing to call out is like with almost any employment law topic these days, the first thing that you're going to need to do is look at your state and local guidance, because the state and local guidance is going to vary depending on where you are. Um, so some kind of examples are in California and Michigan, um, the mandates that they have regarding masking indoors for employers are going to be uh, expiring soon. Others like Illinois and New York have revised their existing mask mandates to match that CDC guidance. So that would allow vaccinated in individuals to, uh, you know, kind of go about their day at work mask free. So, but again, as I mentioned, like there's this whole other layer of complexity in terms of um, localities that may also have their own rules there. So you really need to know as an employer, like what is required of me in this specific physical location in order to keep my individual safe. It's so interesting because so, you know, our organization just uh, put out in our offices that we're going to be following the CDC guidelines. And even for us, we had to consider wearing masks in the spaces that the floors that we own or not compared to the common spaces. So um, there's definitely a lot of complexity there. What about OSHA? Have they many, made any changes to their guidance? Not yet, really. Um, but for the fact that they have said following that CDC guidance that they will be updating their OSHA materials shortly. So um, until then, they're referring employers to the CDC guidance on measures that, you know, kind of help them appropriately protect fully vaccinated workers. Um, just for clarity, don't some states operate their own OSHA approved workplace safety mm -hmm. and health programs? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there are, I think, 22 states, including California and Michigan, that operate their own um, OSHA-approved state plans. And I'm kind of calling those out specifically because those those states already have started to update their guidance. Um, so, for example, Michigan's um, My OSHA updated its 
emergency rules to no longer require masks for fully vaccinated employees. And Cal OSHA in California has announced that it expects to implement revised rules as well. So again, if you're in one of those states that has your own uh, state-run OSHA, you need to check with them. And I would I would recommend doing that, you know, relatively frequently because you know we all know this is ever changing, fluid. That's the that's the word of the last you know 18 months. It's fluid. So as employers do their due diligence, do their research, check with, you know, if they have an OSHA state run program, um, what's happening in their states and at the county levels, do they have to adopt the looser mask guidance or can they keep their own policies in place regarding masks? That's a that's a really great question. So there isn't anything black and white in this guidance that requires employers to change their mask policies. Some employers might decide that they would like to require masks and social distancing until such time as the CDC announces that everyone in the country, vaccinated or otherwise, can begin taking their masks off indoors. So to me, this kind of comes down to a question of the culture of your workplace and the level of comfort that you think that your employees will have regarding the question of masking. Um, I've heard some of my my colleagues, for example, say that they're not comfortable um, removing masks or having kind of a looser mask policy within the workplace um, unless they know, you know, that everyone there is vaccinated. So I think, again, it kind of comes down to, you know, your workforce best, you know how they're going to respond to this kind of situation. You need to make a a policy decision that fits your organization and feels right for your people. I like that you brought up um, comfortability for employees related to being fully vaccinated. So my next question is, if you're going to go and adopt a no mask policy, or if you're thinking about it, what is the procedure or policy or guidance right now around asking or verifying vaccination status? Okay, so this is, I mean, it's sticky, Sherry, like you, you know that, and we've, we've talked about this before, I think on um, some other, you know, kind of webinars and podcasts and stuff. But Generally, at a federal level, um, EEOC has expressly expressly stated that employer inquiries into employee vaccination status isn't pro- a prohibited medical inquiry under the ADA. And according to the EEOC, simply requesting proof of receipt of a vaccine is not likely to elicit information about a disability and therefore isn't a disability-related inquiry. So that said, you know, even so, if your organization wants to ask about vaccine status, the request needs to be really limited. It has to be pretty narrow to only the information that you actually need to show that the vaccine has been received and that doesn't contain any additional medical information that could then implicate something like ADA. Uh, So for example, those CDC-issued vaccination cards um, that I'm sure you've seen plenty of pictures of, um, generally speaking, don't contain medical diagnoses, don't have medical history or genetic information or any other kind of personal identifying information or personal health information that an employer wouldn't already have access to. Um, so that's kind of key. Like you want to keep keep your your question here really crisp and really limited to what you actually need to know in order to execute your purpose. Um, additionally, if that documentation um, is going to be kept by the employer, it needs to be treated confidentially. Just like with more or less any HR information, you want to make sure that only the people that actually need to have it have it and that it's not anywhere um, that can be, you know, kind of easily uh, located by those that should not know that information. 
Um, I also just kind of want to note that lastly, just like, you know, with everything else that we've mentioned so far, there are some variations here depending on where you are located. So um, states do have, some states do have laws that may shape what your policy would look like and whether or not you can ask those questions. So um, while at a federal level, it's okay to ask an employee if they've been vac vaccinated against COVID-19, um, there may be state laws that prohibit requiring proof or might otherwise complicate what you're asking and what you are collecting as an employer. So let's say you put this in place in your organization, you're allowing those who are fully vaccinated to go mask-free. You've collected the information confidentially. Um, but won't employees be able to figure out pretty quick who's been vaccinated and not? What's our recommendation around that? I think that's a really interesting question, particularly in those scenarios where you're an employer who has loosened your mask policy, but isn't necessarily requiring proof because it seems like it might be, um, you know, kind of easy to circumvent that, that policy and that it might, you know, kind of create some discomfort among employees just generally just create some additional anxiety about, you know, whether or not everyone is adhering to that company policy. So, um, but again, you know, kind of stepping back and assuming that, you know, you are potentially requiring that information, the, the recommendation there would be limiting access to that, that information about employees' vaccination status only to those who need to know. Um, so for example, limiting access to those employees responsible for enforcing work, workplace safety protocols um, is a, is a, really good idea here. Um, another kind of key takeaway is to make sure employees aren't treated differently based on their vaccination status. So just kind of as a general best practice rule of thumb, anytime you're treating groups differently, you may be opening yourself up to discrimination claims. So particularly in situations like this, where things like pregnancy or disability or religious beliefs may impact an individual's choice as to whether or not they want to be vaccinated, those are all, as you know, protected classes. So in those situations, um, this policy that a policy that you put in place that may treat vaccinated and non-vaccinated groups differently may end up having kind of a disparate impact on individuals who are in protected classes. So, and that's, you know, not to say you can't do this as an employer, like there are ways to navigate these situations, but it's important that you keep those things in mind and that you are um, creating these policies in a way that's uh, thoughtful of all of the protected interests on both sides of that coin. I think not judging people either way is going to be really important. That's something we've been talking a lot about is there might be a component around educating employees on how to not have conversations or specific questions around this. Um, you know, as I think about mass policy, it kind of brings me to vaccinations in general. So can employers require vaccinations as a condition of work or in order to return to in-person work? That's, I mean, there's like no easy answer there really. Um, whether an employer may require or may mandate a COVID-19 vaccine is a matter of state law generally. Um, the, the consensus, just in a general way, appears to support an employer's decision to implement a vaccine mandate as long as exceptions are made um, in those situations that we kind of just described a moment ago, like uh, disability, religious objection, that kind of thing. Um, so employers that are thinking about implementing a vaccine mandate I would, I would generally say that it would be a good idea to consult with your, your legal counsel there and just make an informed decision because it's, um, it is a, it is a big choice and it is something that will 
have a lot of impact on your organization and will likely need to be, you know, documented in a variety of ways, like in your handbook and your policies. And, and, um, there's, there's just a lot that goes into doing that right. Um, and I, I will just kind of share that anecdotally, it appears that a lot of employers are not going quite so far as to, um, implement a vaccine mandate, but are generally encouraging their workforce to be vaccinated. So, you know, one of the things that I've I've noticed is that, um, you know, CEOs or leaders in organizations will kind of say like, you know, we're not going to necessarily require it. We're not going to necessarily ask you, but we would highly encourage you to, you know, be vaccinated or um, they're kind of sharing their own personal stories. Like I've been I've been vaccinated. Here were my thoughts on why I did that, why I made that choice and that kind of thing. So I think in general, that's kind of a less, a less risky choice in many ways to, um, to, to encourage as opposed to require. As employers are listening to this, I, I can just feel the anxiety over the waves um, as to all of these different pieces and, and moving parts that you need to consider you know, any closing tips as we wrap up this conversation around masks and vaccines? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. Like, I, I do not envy the practi- practitioners that actually need to implement these policies within their workforces because this is, um, I mean, in many ways, this is unprecedented. It's brand new for all of us. And there isn't really one perfect way to manage this situation. There are a lot of variables, you know, both geographical and cultural within your organization and so on that are going to impact your decision. So, you know, I think staying informed about the regulations in your specific location are really important. Um, I also think being ready to kind of pivot if needed is really important. And I would also just say like, you know, person to person, like give yourself some grace and give yourself a little bit of time to make a decision that fits your organization. Um, Unless there's some urgency for your group to return to office immediately, you might be able to give yourself a a couple of weeks to unpack things as they, as they change and, and really think about your options and your choices and make sure that you're making the decision that really fits your organization and that you feel good about. Well, Corinne, thanks for all the recent updates on this important topic, you know, I, I'll leave our listeners with, you know, I love that you said, give yourself some grace, give yourself some space. Um, this is unprecedented, even though I don't like that word, but <laughs> uh, we've just heard it so much. It, it is our reality. Yeah. You know, we went through a whole phase in HR where we were inundated with, you know, compliance changes and the world changing. And um, as there's this mass return to work and mass opening up, we're going to be drinking from a fire hose again for a little bit. So give yourself some space. And um, as always, thanks for jumping on with me today. Yeah, of course. Happy to be here. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.